1: I am sitting here with Liana, your host, who is getting the tables turned on her today. Uh, I am Bobby, and I was Liana's first guest a year ago when her podcast launched. So today we are going to ask Liana her questions and eventually get to maybe some new questions as well. So it's good to have you on the other side of this, Liana, and to put you in the hot seat. (laughs) Um, It's kind of... get to hear from you today.
0: It's kind of good to be on the other side, I think. I don't know. I'm like, oh wow, now I get to realize how nervous everybody feels. Like, oh, this feels a little different for sure. But thank you um, for both being my first guest and uh, coming back and and sitting down and taking the time to do this with me. I appreciate it.
1: Right on. Yeah, she tried not to overthink these questions, but she does have that advantage. She knows what the questions are. But (laughs) Let's uh, jump into it. So to start off, I have my own question. Uh, this podcast, in many ways, it's an extension of who you are as a person, mm-hmm. your love for people and your your curiosity with what makes people tick and uh, pulling out their heart of who people are. So this podcast is an extension of who you are, but I'm also curious how doing this podcast has changed you mm-hmm. this past year.
0: Oh, um, It's definitely changed me for sure. I would say like, I think part of why I started this is that I wanted a chance to share the people that I meet with others and um, how those people have changed me. Every person I get to meet changes a part of the way I see myself or the way I see others or the way I understand somebody that maybe is in a different culture or just a different person. So I would say like in a lot of ways, it's taught me to um, to actually be more confident. I think when communicating um with others in a weird way like actually I'd say the editing part of it when I go back to edit it and I listen to myself and I'm like oh my gosh why did I say that or like what was I thinking and then after talking to every guest hearing them say the same thing like oh my gosh why did I say that or what was I thinking and it just like has reminded me to keep in the forefront of my mind that we all second guess ourselves and that I'm really human in that and and it's reminded and taught me to just be okay with that and to not overthink myself and to not um, question my validity and why I did or didn't do something that no one else is second guessing or thinking about and to focus on things that actually matter and not stress about things that that really don't like how many times I say um or that's awesome or whatever it is that I say a lot so I think that probably that
1: my friend uh, recently told me stop shooting all over yourself (laughs) shooting as in I should have done this I should have done that <laughs> and we do we all do that we overthink uh, things we did or said or um, and it's not really helpful to just be thinking about uh, I should have done this differently mm-hmm. all right well let's jump into it uh, your questions who do you define yourself as
0: <laughs> everybody always says they're like oh my gosh this is such you really didn't like ease into this at all and I'm like okay yeah I guess I didn't but I think there's some tension in that um I would define myself as hmm i think i've thought of this question so many times i actually had this asked to me before and um i think that's why it it feels important to me to ask this of other people it says a lot but i think i would define myself as i guess uh, wow (laughs) i'm gonna have like silences in there for sure I sign all my like emails or things like that as like your fellow human, and I feel like that I would define myself as a person, um, no better or worse than anybody else, as somebody who has been loved really, really deeply by, um, by a God that I believe in and that impacts my life deeply, um, and that someone's been given a lot that I get to give back to other people. And so I would define myself as a human that is living this life as best I can um, with an ability because of what I've been given to love others. Um, yeah, I think awesome. that works.
1: Um, what is your favorite food?
0: All right, so my favorite food is a lot of foods. <laughs> um, I'm pretty Italian, so I do love like pasta, pizza, and things like that. Um, but I also love Mexican food. And uh, yeah, I would say somewhere in the in the pasta range. There's, uh, I love cannelloni it's like a pasta dish that's like pretty much like every other pasta dish which is pasta wrapped around some kind of meat and cheese and a little bit of spinach and then depending on the type of sauce that it's made with so I'd say that's probably one of my favorites
1: Liana is a fantastic (laughs) pasta chef Um, (laughs) you have all the tools to make your own dough and all that and I get to be a recipient of that occasionally (laughs) yeah much appreciated
0: much appreciated having you
1: (laughs) Um, all right are you reading any uh, books anything right now
0: I am Um, I used to be I used to read a lot more and then in the last like years I really stopped And I think it's like somewhere after college we all sit there and say like I'm never picking up a book again Um, but I I kind of set this goal for myself in the last couple years of like a number of books I want to read and um, so this year I set a number and I I made the mistake of picking up something that was like oh this looks interesting it's like 500 pages It's um, called The Unquiet Englishman, and it's uh, about, it's like a biography about uh, Graham Green, who's an author, basically a writer. Um, It's been really dry, but I have this like need to finish things. Like if I start something, I want them to be completed. It's like a, I don't know, maybe it's like a nervous tick in me. So um, I'm really slowly going through that. It's yet to really captivate me, but I'm going to finish it, so... Yeah,
1: that's always difficult when you start a book and you're like, I know eventually it might click and I might get into this, but you don't want to give up on it. But you're Mm -hmm. also struggling. So I hope it clicks for you soon. Me too. (laughs) It's a lot of pages to trudge through. All right, what is your greatest fear?
0: Hmm. My greatest fear is that there are those in this world that I love, um, that I've interacted with, that matter to me, that. would leave this earth not knowing the value that they have, the love that's available to them, and um, the hope that is for them, and that I could have done something to impact their knowledge of that or to speak into their life, and that I didn't.
1: Mm. You bring a lot of life to the situations and people you surround yourself with. and Mm. So I see you being motivated by that a lot, like just providing... A warm place for people, uh, cooking for them and being intentional, getting people together and gathering people around and getting to know people and helping them understand that they're known and valued. So, Uh, but yeah, the flip side of that is that fear. So that's interesting to hear. Hmm. Um, Next question. What do you, uh, what do you value the most?
0: Um, I think that kind of connects into that fear. And I appreciate hearing your take on that a little bit. Um I would say I value um people the most. Um but more so I think uh the connection that we have with them. I think there's it speaks to what we've been given in life and in each other and I think there are many things in this world that matter and hold a lot of deep value but I think ultimately it's the connection with others that matters the most, um impacts us the most and so I would say I, I value the connection, not just people in general, but the connection um, and the impact that we have when we get to know ourselves and know others in that and allow others to know us uh, and for them to be know, um for us to know them as well. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, I'd say connection with others.
1: Awesome. Uh, when was the last time you were afraid and why? Um, hmm. You do some scary things.
0: <laughs> i guess so. but i
1: don't know if that's what makes you afraid
0: i'm trying to think yeah i mean for
1: instance like if i was to go uh free diving i would probably be afraid but i don't <laughs> know if that makes you afraid
0: it doesn't it's like a little calming for me actually i really enjoy that um heights i i am actually really afraid of heights those feel like easy answers to me i think i'm a af- i think like yeah so I guess within that, like, yeah, I was recently in Spain with some friends and sitting watching sunset and I, uh, was like, I get that like pit in my stomach feeling and like, oh my gosh, what if I just jumped off the edge of this? Cause apparently I, I am afraid that my brain will forget that, you know, there's not a parachute attached to me, but I don't know, as far as like actually afraid, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm like, there's some like deep moments that come to mind for sure of, times when I've been worried about somebody that I cared for whether they were going to be okay or not um and not having control of of course of how that was going to go and needing to accept that things can go one way or the other um there were times in my life when I was younger that things were um a lot scarier and um yeah, so I think there's definitely been times where I've like been actually afraid and, and I think ultimately it comes down to knowing like, are we going to be okay? Am I going to make it past this? Um, is this going to be it? Um, I know that doesn't really narrow it down to one specific scenario, but I guess I'm kind of struggling to think of something specific right now. But yeah.
1: It's all good. I think uh, it kind of ties into with what's your greatest fear. Like it's important to know what you're, I think fear can play an important role in your life because it can drive you and motivate you to, to do the things that you value the most, which is what you were just talking about a little bit earlier. Um, but you don't want fear to to grip you into inaction and freeze you. Mm -hmm. Um, all right. Next question. What is something you think that we have in common?
0: I like being on the other end of this one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh, I see you as somebody who, so for anybody who didn't, make sure you go back and listen to my first episode so you get to know Bobby, who is sitting here interviewing me now. But um, I see you as somebody who is really dedicated to learning something and puts that into practice in in a deep way. And I think that I really admire that in you. Um, and I see, like, a desire for that in myself. But I also see a lot of your ability to read people and uh, empathize with people and to to care about others. And I feel like I connect with that, and um, I resonate with that, and I appreciate that, and I admire and look up to you in that. So, yeah, I hope there's similarities in those places.
1: Oh, thanks, Liana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, – that's I I do see that in you as well for sure. Um Okay, what is something you're looking forward to?
0: Ooh, a lot. <laughs> um, I'm really looking forward to... Okay, so I am heading to Turkey in a few weeks to... Um, I'm hosting a trip there, so i am gonna bringing some uh, guests along, and I'm excited for that. I'm actually really looking forward to that because... Travel is something I really enjoy for a lot of reasons, but um, I also like, as an Italian, I don't know if you've ever eaten dinner with me, you have. Um, I think one of the things I always have, like when I have food or something I enjoy I'm like I want to share it with somebody else, I'm like, oh, you have to eat this, so you have to try this. Cause I'm like, I feel like I get like a different kind of joy out of someone else appreciating something that I love and so I'm actually really looking forward to being able to take some people to a country that maybe they wouldn't have visited before um and uh, and share that with them so I'm actually really looking forward to that
1: is that something you've done before
0: um I had one that I hosted in Mexico it was a smaller uh trip there and then um but yeah this is I, I think one of the it's the first like big one I guess yeah awesome but yeah so I'm looking forward to that for sure
1: in, the, in Turkey, that's somewhere you've been before. Yeah. You're going I to the same place.
0: I am going to the same place. So I've been to Turkey. This will be my third time back to Turkey. Um, and we'll be going back to a space that our hotel, specifically our first stop, is going to be in a town called Cappadocia. And um, Sam is uh, was actually one of my uh, early guests as well. And he and his family own a, a hotel that, excuse me, that is um, It's just beautiful there but um so we'll actually be getting to go back there and and not just sharing the location but the people there as Mm -hmm. well and so i'm really looking forward to that um but yeah so we'll be getting to go back there and then uh visit part of the coast as well and then uh the city of istanbul which just has like tons of really rich history so um yeah so it is it's somewhere i've been before and i get to kind of bring other people back too
1: yeah i get to share it that's so cool all right, what is something you wish was over already?
0: <sighs> um, I was like, can I say selfishness? <laughs>
1: yeah, I, sure. I,
0: wish, I wish people weren't afraid to see someone else um, without that meaning that they weren't valid. And I think, I guess I say selfishness in a way that I think oftentimes the root of what keeps us from you know, it's like a kid where they're like, oh my gosh, I look this way or somebody's looking at me funny. And oftentimes that person doesn't even know you exist. Um, We're all so absorbed with like our own things and our own fear and how we look and what we sound like and what we do. It goes back to my like, you know, second guessing myself and how I talk sometimes. And so I think I I would love to see a world where we all were able to see other people without the fear of what everyone else might be thinking of us mm-hmm. so
1: yeah and so much of that you, you think everyone's thinking about you and your shortcomings but everybody most people are thinking about themselves mm-hmm. and that's a huge hindrance to connection yeah. and to people really being free from that inner voice that's criticizing them and it's manifesting in um not great relationships um mm-hmm. sometimes
0: Yeah, it comes as like a weird advantage too when you realize that. You're like, oh, like I feel like at some point in my life I was like everyone else is overthinking this too which basically means like I can stop worrying about that because they're not even aware that I exist because they're so worried about themselves which it's like really sad but also you're Mm -hmm. like, okay, remember that. and Totally. (laughs) Let it go a little. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um, Okay, what makes you feel known and valued?
0: Hmm. I think... People that, um, just spending time with people for sure, but even in that is like uh, follow-up I think matters a lot to me is that people um, or, or like communication in that for somebody to tell me how that time impacted them or if they appreciated something that I did or if they do something or communicate something that they noticed that matters to me is just... I think feeling like seen by others and mm. feeling like, um, kind of like going going into that. What I wish we could do without is that like, if people in those moments that we spend with them can say like, oh, I'm I'm choosing to look at you and, and care for you in this moment in maybe a really simple way of just saying, you know, I appreciate how you interact in this way or just communicating that, um, yeah, that, that there's, Appreciation for that time as well, I guess. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's huge. I've, uh, we, we rush through life so much. I go from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next. And I've had that with friends when they've, you know, sent a text or sent a card or said something, kind of reminiscing on something that they really appreciated about something I did or, or whatever, whatever it was. And to have a friend who slows down enough to like show that appreciation is, huge and it reminds you like oh yeah what I'm doing is worthwhile yeah it's motivating and it makes me think oh yeah I need to also slow down enough so that I can take inventory of the people around me that I really love and appreciate and let them know as well
0: Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely Uh,
1: where do you call home and what makes it home
0: Mm -hmm. um okay so I guess for well, I live in Pennsylvania I actually really strongly dislike the state of Pennsylvania <laughs> I'm pretty much here because of the people that are here um, but home to me would be anywhere that I'm with people that I feel um, I can be fully myself fully at peace that I'm not second-guessing um, things that I know that they know they can um, rely on me that they know I'm there for them and that I know that that is reciprocated um, so yeah, I would say it's anywhere that I'm with people that um, that I love, and there's a mutual uh, relationship with, um, and that can be anywhere in the world. I feel home in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I live here with my with Mike, um, my husband, and our kids. Um, we're getting uh, of less and less. The one's off in college. The next one's graduating this this coming year. So, um, but yeah, there's a there's a lot of places in the world that I feel at home because I think of the people. They make me feel. Mm-hmm. Settled. that's a
1: special gift you have to find connection like make connections mm. in a lot of places that you go it's mm. pretty special
0: it feels it feels like a a, a real treat but thank you
1: yeah lay on a superpower <laughs> <There> <laughs> <we go. laughs> what is something you wish you didn't struggle with
0: Whew. Uh, i guess it, it really probably comes down to like an insecurity of saying like i guess i wish i didn't second guess myself i mm. do that often um in little things, uh, a lot less than I used to. Um, And I think that comes from, you know, being questioned or being told you're not enough or um, being told you're wrong or you don't belong or um, or anything along those lines. And I think it, it leads us to with that desire to belong or to be okay or to be accepted that we start to go like, oh, should I have done that? Should I have said that? Should I look this way? Should I act this way? Um, And as much as I've, that a lot of that isn't uh, a controlling factor in my life anymore, it still creeps in in little ways for sure. Um, Yeah, and there's definitely things where I wish I made decisions more confidently about certain things in my life, Mm -hmm. which maybe seems like a surprising thing. Because I hear a lot of people like, oh, you seem really confident. I'm like, I am in a lot of ways. Um, But yeah, I'm human and in a lot of ways, I'm I'm really not. (laughs) so. Yeah,
1: I hear you. Um, this is similar, but what is something you used to struggle with but don't anymore?
0: Hmm. I don't know if I'm... A, like, yeah, I guess I kind of want to say the same thing because mm-hmm. I've grown in that a lot. Um, and I, I I see like even looking back over the past like 10 years in my life, I can see relationships that I had with friends um, or family members and uh, and how I've... Been able to accept that I'm allowed to have my own feelings or my own opinion, or I'm allowed to be hurt, and and that's supposed to matter, and it's allowed to matter, Um, and I don't have to cast that aside or put that aside because someone else is telling me that it doesn't. Um, So I think in many ways I I second guess my value a lot more than I used to, and that comes from, um, yeah, I'd say finding a lot more peace as I've gotten older, um, and just as not even just older, but just as life experiences happened and I've been reminded just who I am and that that value and that identity doesn't shift or change or or decrease based on another person's opinion or their own struggles. Mm -hmm. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's a tough thing because there's there's part of us that, that inner critic you hear in your voice that's making you second guess the the decisions you make, that can play somewhat of a healthy role in your life because it's good to hear that you are very intentional about the decisions you make and the course of action you take and you don't wanna make the wrong step to hurt somebody or all that but some if that inner critic is too loud and you can't turn it down to think clearly it's not a good thing but to to hear that you have found some uh, peace and some growth in that area is awesome um okay what is something you are confident helping someone else through or with
0: um i could go simple and say like well no yeah i mean i would say uh from a business perspective for sure i you know i feel confident in helping people with like logistics of things whether it's like planning something organizing something figuring out what steps to um to do things and I feel like I've worn a lot of hats over the years of, of different jobs and um, with my own business so I feel confident in helping walking with people through that um, as like I guess like a simple one um, and and yeah like planning travel and things like that but I would say that I also feel really confident in helping people see their own value in who they are and, and walking with them through maybe a difficult time, whether it's um, something they're struggling with, whether it's uh, a trauma experience or a difficult time in their life or a loss of somebody, and uh, just walking with them and seeing, helping them remember who they are in that and not losing sight of their own value in that. And I think that just comes from, yeah, being in those places myself, not mm-hmm. having any grand revelations or grand wisdom, but just simply knowing how we feel as people and, um and who we are
1: mm-hmm. all right this one's lighter more <laughs> fun uh if you had ten thousand dollars in two weeks to spend it what would you do
0: ah uh, okay yeah i like that one <laughs> <laughs> um i am gonna go to south africa i want to go uh, i'd love south to go to africa, cape africa, town nice. and i'd also love to go well yeah south africa also other parts of Africa I want to do a safari for sure I want to do it in like a responsible way for sure um and I'd love to stay uh yeah just to be sitting out and uh seeing all the animals and that way would be really cool so I think that's definitely like a high on my list trip for sure and I'm pretty sure that that is about that price range so I probably would burn through that pretty quickly on that one but yeah travel of some sort that's pretty high I have a long list of places so (laughs) <laughs> I think that's tops right now for me.
1: Safari in Africa.
0: Yeah.
1: Awesome. Uh, have you done much research on where the best place is for that? I, think I, ha- you, can, I- you can do it in Kenya, yeah, South Africa. Yeah. I'm not um, really sure where else.
0: There's, uh, wow, I'm like fully blanking right now. But yes, I'll send you a list later. I'm sorry, but def- you on no, the No, spot. <laughs> no, no. That's, I think that's pretty much this whole thing. So <laughs> we get to be put on the spot. Um,
1: Africa is just so huge. Yeah, um, it is. But, yeah, from what I've heard, Kenya. And I got to go to Ethiopia for coffee, but I did not get to do any safaris there. I yeah. don't think they have them in Ethiopia.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I know I want to get to Namib- Namibia, too, just for the, like, the landscape there is amazing. The dunes and the where that meets the, uh, I gotta remember what ocean that is. I want to say Indian, but I don't think it is. But, um, yeah, so that's another one. But, yeah, lots of large parts of Africa I would like to get to.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Um, What is something you wish you could say to someone you love but can't?
0: Hmm. So, um, yeah, one of the things I ask in this one is like the way that they're like, maybe they wouldn't be able to hear it yet. And I think that's kind of how I answer this one is, um, yeah, I I wish this person would hear that, like it's okay that you didn't have it's okay that you didn't do what maybe should have been done in that time. Um, It doesn't change your value as a person and um, it's not too late to make different decisions or, (laughs) yeah, your life's not over, I guess. I guess maybe that's what I'd say, like, it's not too late, your life's not over, like, you still hold a lot of value Um, and... uh, Mm. Please don't be afraid to let people know you.
1: Hmm. What is something that would be hard to hear about yourself from someone you love?
0: Ooh, that, um, that I made somebody feel like they didn't matter. That, yeah. That I communicated in a way or acted in a way that, um, treated somebody like they weren't important or I didn't care about them.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would, uh, that would cut deep uh, for anybody, but for you, especially with knowing your values and how you structure your life. Um, what makes you feel at peace?
0: Hmm. Um, there's places in the world that make me feel at peace. There's people that make me feel at peace, but, um, and yeah, I know I've shared before, like I'm not a religious person, but um, I do have a faith and a belief that there is a God that, Loves me deeply. Um, that put me on this earth for a reason. And um, there's a lot of peace I have in knowing that um, ultimately I'm not in control. And I can't make any mistake big enough to ruin his plan for my life. And um, I think there's a lot of peace in, in knowing that um, uh, that the creator of the world, the creator of me, the creator of the absolute depths of the ocean and the sea uh, of which I, I love spending time in and being in those places, diving um, and the silence and the peace that I feel there to be surrounded just by uh, the water. And um, yeah, to, to be reminded how finite life is in those moments. And mm-hmm. um, I have a lot of peace in, in remembering that like, it's great that I am not, it's not on my shoulders and that I can, rest and and trust and and enjoy life
1: awesome um all right right now in your life are you feeling steady or uncertain
0: um i feel like my life is a constant state of steady unsteadiness (laughs) um (laughs) there's some things that feel a little bit more steady right now for sure in in areas of my relationships with um with Mike, um, with my kids, with my friends <laughs> like yourself, um, things feel really steady. I feel a deep peace um, and gratitude and in, in mutual relationship and know, knowing and being known in those relationships. Um, and then in life, I feel like it's, it's kind of really unsteady. Um, work is kind of always this ebb and flow of like, let's see what's happening next week and we'll figure it out from there. Um, yeah, I, I think it's like a nice balance, if that makes sense. Do
1: you think you'd get bored if things were too steady? Oh,
0: I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I worked a, I worked like a... Um, I did like a bookkeeping accounting job for a little while. And um, I think I I would come home every night and I was like, if I die today, I would tell Michael, I was like, if my life ends today, I was like, I wasted my life. I was like, I can't. And he was like, please quit your job.
1: Yeah, I'm glad you're not still working that job. Oh, yeah. Imagine what kind of person you would be if you stayed there.
0: I would probably just be still driving everyone I worked with in that office crazy. I got told multiple times, like, we're not here to be like we're not here to be friends. Like you can't, you can't keep talking to everybody. And I was like, (laughs) I have a stack of papers and a computer screen. I'm like going to lose my mind. So I don't belong in an office at all. That's hilarious. For sure. So, yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next question. What is something you wish you could say to the opposite sex?
0: Mm.
1: You're saying it right now. Yeah,
0: I am. Um, No longer wishing. (laughs) I think I would say like, I appreciate so much the impact that, Um, that good men have had in my life. Um, There has been impact of really bad men in my life as well. And um, I don't know if there's like a saying that says like, you know, it takes X amount of good words to undo the bad ones. I know there is something in there and it's like spacing out at at this point for me. Um, But I've found that it actually takes less. I think it takes less good to undo the bad. I think we as humans really desire... Uh, to believe in good and mm. to b- have hope, and um I would say to the good men in my life thank you you've you've restored um, my hope and my trust and my peace in in who you are and so for those of you that are listening, um, men and women like be that person in someone's life because mm. it makes a difference in the smallest things and in the biggest things um, and you being one of those those men in my life, so yeah, for sure.
1: That's really cool. Um, okay. If ten thousand people were listening to you, what would you want them to hear?
0: Um I hate public speaking, believe it or not. Um I've done a few like times where I've spoken and um it's always like afterwards people are like, Wow, you seem really nervous and I was like, Yeah, I was like I great talking to small groups of people or one on one, but like you stand me in front of people and I like shut down completely. Um, I think I would say,
1: wait a second. People said you seemed really nervous.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's not what I would tell somebody after. Oh yeah. Right. it's really
0: helpful. They're like, wow, I've never seen you look scared in front of people before. And I was like, yeah, so I guess more like that, but, um, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) you're like, that was encouraging. That was helpful. But I think I would say that, um, don't be afraid to believe that your life is valuable and when you do it will impact the way you interact with other people um, because if you don't look to somebody else if you don't look to your friends or your partner or your family for a validation for who you are I would say that there is uh, a love and a peace and a hope for you that I believe the same God that loves and created me loves and created you and, um, and that you are enough and I would hope that you would hear that and know that you can then interact with those around you from a place of uh, of having love of having something and not of lack Um, and I think we'd all show up better in people's lives if we uh, if we knew fully the truth of just how valuable and how loved and how important we are
1: hmm that's beautiful and you do a lot of writing and your podcast, so I don't think you need to speak in front of 10,000 people. That'd be great. <laughs> your message and your heart still gonna, is still getting out there to people and Thank making you. an impact. Thanks. Uh, what is something you wish people knew about your culture?
0: So I would say as far as culture in the U.S. here, um, I wish people knew that it's really like just how diverse it is, um, like people around the world. I think oftentimes we as a culture can get summarized into a tv show or a news station or an election um and just in any as as in any country that's not who we are um we're a really diverse group of people some louder some quieter some healthier some not and um yeah i would say i I wish people knew that um there's a lot more to us than maybe an assumption that you may or may not have heard or seen.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, what's something you love about your culture?
0: Um, I love that uh, that diversity. Um, I think there's a lot of... I think this country was founded on, on everyone being welcome, and, and though that has not been done perfectly um, by any stretch of the imagination, um, I think that the idea and the foundation and the the belief behind... Um, a place where people from all places can call home. I really love that.
1: Okay, on that same note then, what is something about your culture that you are not proud of?
0: Hmm, sadly, more than a few things. Um, I think as a culture, we have a, a sense of entitlement to a degree. Not not everyone. I think there's parts of our culture that have a sense of entitlement. Um but I think actually what, what can actually be more n- detrimental is I think our culture is has a has a sense also of permission to not see someone else, that in our desire to feel validated or to feel heard or to be accepted, that we can forget um to stand up for ourselves, for others, um that we can forget to see others that we can forget. It's okay to be ourselves if we're really, really different from others, uh, providing that that difference isn't unkindness and rudeness, selfishness and hurt. Um, But I think, yeah, I think that, um, yeah, there's negatives that can come from that a lot for sure. So.
1: Totally. All right. I know you have a tattoo, maybe a (laughs) few, I'm not sure. Um, What's your favorite one and why?
0: I have three. Um, My favorite one is on my forearm. It is a kind of like a compass and it has a series of six arrows. So there's two in the center and the two in the center uh, stay in the center. So like there's the circle and then there's two arrows. And they both go in their own direction, but they're connected. And those two hours represent Mike and I, um, that we have our own lives, that um, we go our own direction, but we are together, we'll stay together. Um, yeah, and then the, uh, the four arrows uh, intersecting in the center and then exiting the circle represent our daughters, that um, each one of them has us, will always be there for them, but that our desire and hope for them is that they would be their own people and go and live their own lives, um, knowing that we're always here. Um, And the compass itself has a a break in it, and that break is to represent that our family is not closed, that anyone is welcome into it, um, and that it's a, yeah, it's a place of welcome. And the compass itself just represents that, I mean, we can often have an ability to know where we're supposed to go, but um, it's a choice whether we follow it or not so both for us uh, for Mike and I to choose to follow what we believe life was leading us and then also for our girls to choose to accept us as their parents and to let us guide them Um, Mm. so yeah that one's that one's my favorite but
1: nice yeah I remember when you got that you were excited about it and it looks really cool thanks so yeah good place for it nice right on the forearm so everyone could see it.
0: Yeah, I was like nervous about that actually. Cause I was like, I don't want to like, I don't know for me personally, I was like, I didn't want to have like a ton of tattoos everywhere. So I, I like it, I wanted to see it, but I didn't want it to be like the first thing someone sees on me, so.
1: Yeah, it's kind of on the under- underside yeah. of your forearm. <laughs> All right, what are three talents you wish you had?
0: Oh boy, um, I really wish I could speak like every language in the world. <laughs> um, which I don't, but be your next superpower. <laughs> yeah, that'd be my superpower. It would to
1: tie in well with your first superpower I, yeah. of making family anywhere.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would love that. So I would say for sure to be able to speak more languages, I'm working on some, but I, um, yeah, we're not there. I think they're all just kind of confused in my brain right now. Um, so yeah, I'd say to speak more languages for sure. Um, it'd be really, it would be really cool to be able to, um, to play an instrument of some sort. Yeah. I think I, I care about that less than now. I I can't speak even as I'm saying that I think I care about that less than I I used to. Um, I wish I had a talent for knowing like the stock market or something like that. I feel like that would be useful for investing because that's not my area. We hire somebody for that. Um, and I, yeah, I wish I was like better at, uh, like certain sports for sure. Like mm. there's some that I love. I used to figure skate and dance when I was younger, um, and I wish I had held on to those or practiced um, uh, continually as I got older. And uh, and snowboarding as well. I wish I uh, was a little bit better at those. Uh, the snowboarding for sure broken multiple things in that sport so we're a lot more cautious now
1: (laughs) when did you stop figure skating i don't think i knew that
0: okay um still in high school so years years ago um and that was more like uh i was working to pay for my coach and my ice time and i basically kind of got to a point where it was like if i worked enough to afford my coach and my ice time i didn't have enough time to practice so it was just kind of one of those Mm. things that i you know grew out of in that way um but i love that um so I can basically still like not fall on my face when I skate and <laughs> maybe do a couple things, but <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say probably in those. And uh, yeah, I love getting out. So um, Bobby and I do get to snowboard together in the winter. So, and you are quite talented in that. And uh, I need to so make it cool. to Switzerland with you. Yeah. That'd be great. But, uh, yeah, it is. That's uh yeah, I'd say better in those areas, but I think that's probably it
1: cool um it's so hard to know like what to put your energy towards because you only have so much time when it after work and after family and adult responsibilities it's like yeah i wish i could play an instrument but one realistically maybe your time's better spent elsewhere so you kind of have to pick and choose what you're what yeah you're gonna do. absolutely and, and i think that's
0: like one of those things that i've always said like it's like it's not it's choosing what i value more like i, I don't respond to people like, oh, I don't have time for that. I say, like, I choose not to th- make time for that. Hmm. And I, I like that phrase because I think it's, like, it reminds me in that answer that it's my decision. Like, mm-hmm. if I want to do that, but, like, we can't say yes to everything. Like, yeah, like, time is so finite. So we have to say, like, okay, yeah, I'm going to choose to do this, but, like, we can't do everything. Mm-hmm.
1: For sure. All right. What is something you have accomplished and that you are proud of?
0: Um, I would say my business. Um, I'm really proud of the fact that I get to, um, not work in an office anymore, (laughs) (laughs) um, that I kind of get to call the world my office in a lot of ways. And, um, yeah, I'm proud of like the consistency that I've put in to make that a reality to, um, to kind of show up, self-motivate and keep doing something when, for a lot of that time, there's not really what what can feel like a return for most people. Um, so I, I'd say I'm, I'm actually really proud of being able to stay self-motivated in a lot of areas to see the value in what I know I want long-term
1: mm-hmm.
0: and to uh, to put the work in day after day to, to get there, um, even when like no one sees it or no one understands it or even maybe you don't see it sometimes, so
1: mm-hmm. yeah that's awesome yeah we always talk about pride in like a negative light but there are certain things that we should be proud of and like um, use that as fuel to keep moving forward in the direction that we're convicted about uh, putting our energies towards and I like what you just said there about your consistency like here we are a year ago I sat on that couch over there and you (laughs) interviewed me and we're 52 episodes or whatever it is in and that was your goal one a week and that's just one little sliver of your business and what you're trying to create and do. And um, you have to be consistent to see, to see it pay off eventually. And you can't just be thinking about the short-term uh, benefits or like short-term return. You got to think long-term. So kudos to you.
0: Well, thank you. And uh, yeah, thanks for being a part of it.
1: So here we are into some questions from previous guests. <laughs> These are new ones for Liana.
0: little nervous about these. No, I'm actually excited that uh, some of my guests sent these in.
1: All right. So this one's from Melissa. She asks, uh, what does joy feel like to you versus happiness?
0: Ooh, um, yeah, I know this is a conversation I've got to have with a few of my guests. And I actually love this different differentiating um, between the two in some degree. Um, so, Hey, Melissa, thanks for sending that in. Melissa was a guest from the Bahamas. Uh, and, um, yeah, I would say the difference between joy and happiness, which I actually am going to kind of go with one of a way, a way another guest to find it was that joy is more permanent and happiness can be more fleeting or temporary. Um, and I agree with that as well. Um, I would say joy is something that you feel overwhelming. Like I have, A lot of joy in what I get to do for a living I I find a lot of joy in in my kids and and being their mom and in Mike and being his wife and my friends and being their friend um and those things um that that feeling of joy stays with me um whether I have a good day or I have a bad day or whether something goes well or goes poorly um that joy is like is there um and then happiness is like feels like um, I don't know, like moments of excitement or like you just like, I don't know, like landed to jump on a mountain or something. Like, I don't know, like, like more shorter term or just kind of can come and go. And it feels more like a feeling than, um, uh, a place in my life, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that's how I would answer that a little bit, but
1: cool. Thanks yeah. for the question, Melissa. Next one's from Daniela. Uh, if you could change one thing in your life, what would that be?
0: Ooh. um okay um i'll go with something really superficial um i would like to be taller (laughs) (laughs) i am five five whole feet tall and um as wonderful as some people seem to think that is i would really like like i don't know like even like three or four more inches would be great um it would make buying pants easier it would make not getting assumed for like a 16 year old happen hopefully less um (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I wouldn't mind being a little taller, just being taken a little more seriously. So, yeah, hence the the big personality. We've got to compensate for something.
1: (laughs) Did you hear the other night? I heard from Tyler, our friend who is one of your guests as well, that there's actually a surgery for that.
0: I did hear that. I
1: I did not know that. But apparently, uh, some people get their legs lengthened. Yeah. I don't know that I'm going to go that into.
0: I don't think so. That's not what I'm doing with my (laughs) $10,000. But
1: wise choice. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Next question is from Marcelo. What's one thing you are looking forward to creating?
0: Oh, um, okay. So I, you did mention I write, I do love to write. Uh, it's, it's kind of how my brain seems to work the best often, um, processing things or whatnot, um, but also creatively. So I've written a couple, like, I guess they'd be like really short films, kind of thing. So, I would love to actually create one or a few of them um, and put them into, bring them to life. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to making that happen in the next year or two, I'll give myself to do that. So, cool. Yeah.
1: New venture. I like that. Yeah. It's good to always have a creative outlet. Um, all right. Susan asks What's the one thing you would tell your 20 year old self?
0: All right, um, All right, Susan, I think I would say initially that I like to think that my 20 year old self is not that long ago, but it's actually like 13 years ago. So yeah, and then my my oldest daughter is 20 now and I was just talking with her the other day and, and I was like, holy cow, like it's crazy to think like where I was at her age and, and where I am now. So I think I would say um, it's gonna be okay. Like you're gonna be fine. Just keep going. Um, And uh, I don't know. In some ways, I'd like to think, like, yeah, if I told myself the life lessons that I understand now, um, that'd be great. Maybe I'd be farther along in a different way. But I don't feel like I need to be farther along. I feel like I'm good where I'm at. And uh, I like the process in some ways. Uh, I'm grateful for what I've learned. So I think I'd just say, like, it's okay. Just keep going, and -hmm. and you'll be fine.
1: I like that. (laughs) You don't want to mess up your... uh your former 20 year old self's future you're already messed up enough let's leave it there (laughs) (laughs) don't want to give him too much advice yeah um okay josiah asks what do you believe your purpose is in life
0: Hmm. um i believe my purpose is to take the love and the life that i've been given and to share it with others um and that feels simple and complete and uh all-encompassing to me and it drives a lot of the other things in my life. Um, So, yeah.
1: I like it. Anastasia asks, um, what's the intention or motivation behind your podcast? What does it give you? And what do you hope to give others through it?
0: Hmm. Well, thank you for that one, Anastasia. Um, I just got to chat with her recently in Greece. And um, yeah, I would say that the motivation, I think I shared a little bit of this already, uh, the motivation behind starting the podcast was I've kept a journal for a lot of my life on uh, the people that I meet. So someone that I would sit and talk with, their name and where I was and just kind of what we chatted with was is in a book. Um, and I would pray through those names or think about them. And um, and this was kind of a way to to give a voice to that and to share that journal and those people with others. So a lot of my motivation was that I wanted to take the impact that other people have had on me and, and allow those people to have their voice magnified a little bit and mm. uh, allow them to impact others the way they have me.
1: Hmm. Uh, I, I, like, s- I like what you're doing with the intentional space of the podcast because like, these questions aren't questions we often spend time listening to the answers uh, to from people, even people who are close to us. Hmm. So yeah, like you said, magnifying people's insights that have made an impact on you and just who they are to share that with others is really cool.
0: Thanks. Yeah, that's I think that's been a lot of it. And then I guess as far as what I hope to get from it is I've kind of already been getting that for years, I'd say from people is like what you're saying there Bobby is that they're they're impacting me and I'm so grateful for that. I'm I really am genuinely grateful for how people have impacted my life and and allowed me to become a better version of myself and and i hope it would give them the
1: same all right demetrius asks if you were to go back to the start of your podcast is there anything you would change
0: all right uh demetrius is one of my also recent guests from greece uh so hi there and thank you for sending that in i would say I want to say like, yeah, I'd go back and like learn how to properly edit my podcast in the beginning so that you could actually hear the sound quality a little bit better in the beginning. But also I would say nothing because I think so many times we can keep from doing something Mm -hmm. until it's perfect. We don't start until we have it all together. We don't start something until we know what we're going to do. And so... I would say start as flawed and imperfectly that's some unasked for advice in there is whoever is listening if you have something you want to do uh, just start just just do it Um, you know I guess Nike's got a phrase there for a reason (laughs) Um, but yeah I, I would say just just begin like there is no reason to try to figure out everything all at once and learning as you go is completely acceptable and it got me here and i feel like i'm happy with where it's got me so yeah
1: awesome i like that all right punch asks uh, what got you into the podcast and what guest was the most difficult
0: <laughs> you for asking this question no i'm kidding <laughs> um hey punch uh so i would say yeah I think, again, yeah, it seems like a similar question in some ways that I got I got into it because uh, of my, my motivation and desire behind it. Um, and then uh, podcasting seemed like a really attainable thing that I could sustain. So um, I wanted to make sure that there was consistency behind it. So this felt like something that I was like, okay, I can do this. Like, this is not going to be, like, I think it's a goal that I know I can achieve. And I think that's something that's really important as we want to do something is that we set really attainable goals for ourselves because it reminds us just like oh i can do that and when we set these big goals and we never finish them it tells us this message to ourselves that like oh i'm a failure and when we set these goals that we know we can accomplish Mm. then we're like oh i'm a success and i think it's really important to to put things before us that we know we can accomplish and then do them um and this this was a method of which getting out a message that i wanted to that was attainable for me so I would say, yeah, that's that. And I don't think any of my guests were difficult. Some of them I've had to motivate a little bit more than others to come on uh, as they were maybe a little more reluctant um, and shyer. Um, and I'm grateful for them letting me push them. And uh, But yeah, um, they've all been wonderful. You've all been amazing. Um, I'm really, really grateful for every single one of you.
1: All right. Matthew asks, what is something you learned recently about yourself?
0: Ooh, hey Matthew, I love this question. Um, Matthew and I met in Mexico diving uh, just for fun. Uh, Matthew, there's two Matthews actually that have been on this podcast. One is my dive coach and then the other is this friend here. And um, yeah, so thanks for sending that in. What is something I have learned about myself recently? Mm -hmm. Maybe that I trust myself a little bit more than I thought I did. I think, yeah, that, uh, that insecurity and things, I, I think in some ways, like I've seen in, in some recent things that like, as, um, I shared a little bit on social media the other day, just about how like time passes and how we, we can look at things and some things feel like a lifetime ago and other things feel like, how is that, how has that been this amount of years? And how is it not yesterday? But also how is that not how life has always been and i say something I've learned about myself recently is that I think I'm appreciating all of those stages a little bit more than I ever thought I would.
1: Hmm. All right, next question. Got a few more here. Uh, Sarah asks, do you think the image you have of yourself matches to the image people see you as?
0: Whew, God, I hope so. I No, actually, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I, I hope, I think the image I see of myself is um, I actually hope people see me a little bit better than I see myself in some ways. Um, I think I see myself as somebody who's approachable and um, and cares for others and listens easily. Um, but I also know I talk too much sometimes, um, and that I have my own hang-ups and my own frustrations. And um, so, yeah, I see myself as as open and accepting with with a lot of flaws in there. And so I guess I hope people see me that as well, that way as well with, obviously we want people to see less of our flaws than we than we do. Um, yeah, I hope so.
1: All right, Santiago asks, in this modern world, what do you think would be the best type of education for children? And what would be your ideal way of teaching them what's really important nowadays?
0: Whew, Santi, all right. <laughs> You are gonna make me think. Um, Santiago is um, also just a a good friend of mine from Mexico as well, and um, yeah. So I hope hope this is helpful in whatever way. Um, I actually really like uh, I like I like this whole question, but I like the second half of that a lot. Um, I think the best way to teach a kid in our world today is to help them not be so stuck in the modern world um there's so much technology and there's so many um things that are conflicting with a child's creativity or their ability to learn or their ability to be present so i would say in our modern world the best the best way to teach kids would be to maybe get rid of some of that technology maybe obviously it needs to be learned um it needs to be used it's a part of life it's part of the world but I I see a lot of benefit in allowing a child to be bored and entertain themselves and not having access in their hand 24 7 of what the whole world may or may not think of them um yeah I think there's aspects of that that I'd say would be would be really helpful to not to not be as present as a child just simply grows up and exists in the world um And then, uh, the second part of that being what would be the best way to teach them what really matters, um, show them. I think we can say things all day long. I have like a slightly running joke with my girls is like, I, I can say, hold me accountable that if I tell you to do something and I don't do that, like, come tell me and call me out on it. Um, that if I tell you to do something and you see me doing it differently, like, I'm, I'm no better than you like come come correct me and I'll apologize and, and yeah because it's my job to be a better example for you um, and in all areas except for my driving. <laughs> I say do as I say not as I do when it comes to driving I have a lead foot um, but I think I think the way we show them I think the way we act um, and that's not just for parents it's for anyone in a child's life uh, they're looking at you they're watching you they're seeing how you act Um yeah, it, you, Bobby and Brett, your, your wife, you guys are a huge impact on my kids because they watch you and they see you and I'm so grateful for that. And I think, yeah, when we show kids what we do, what's acceptable for them, we're teaching them how to act. Um, and so I say, yeah, show them. Show them by being a decent human being.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't tell them the values or don't tell them what they should or shouldn't be doing. But show them what they should or shouldn't be doing show them what your values are displayed in your life i like that Mm -hmm. um all right sawyer asks you what makes you most angry
0: oh you would ask me this sawyer (laughs) 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 um what makes me the most angry is um people who take advantage of others Because they can, whether it's with power, whether it's with religion, whether it is through money, uh, which is a form of power, and so is religion as a form of power, or politics, um, uh, even as parents, uh, people can take advantage of of others. Um, I think it makes me really angry when people use their position in life, whatever it is, to control and to put down someone else and to devalue their life. Uh, to use them for their own gain um, or their own pleasure um, without regard for that human life.
1: All right. Laura asks, what is a dream you've had that you've never said out loud or that really motivates you to keep going?
0: Mm, Thanks for that one, Laura. Um, And also congrats on just quitting your job and chasing your own dreams a little Mm -hmm. bit more. Um, hmm, What is a dream I haven't said out loud? I mean, maybe I've kind of like said this a little bit in my head or to some, but I guess I'll put it out to the whole world. I'd love to, um, I'd love to make this podcast a lot more full time, as it isn't a, a slicer or a part of my work right now. And I'd love to be able to pour a lot more energy to, to have the means and the resources to, um, to bring this to more places in the world, uh, to to more properly uh uh, film some of these episodes or all of them so i'd love a i'd love to bring that that more to a reality and i think um i am working towards that so yeah i think um yeah so i guess i I would also just kind of say that the the motivation to keep going is is being able to see the the starts of that uh keep building and feels like at this point i have a foundation on that that um that's growing, and so I'm excited to just keep building a house on top of that and see where it goes. But yeah.
1: All right. This is a question from me. <laughs> uh, what new challenges have you taken on recently?
0: Who. Um, I guess within my business, in a lot of ways, there's been like a lot of shifts, and and some people can look at that and say like wow it's like you can't make up your mind but in other ways it's like no I'm just kind of keep stepping into what's growing in that um so there's been challenges as far as like learning new aspects of that and um uh managing my time in in ways um I would say new challenges also fall within um yeah I have four girls so um that makes me a mom and uh I think there's new challenges in that every day because um, those people they change they're growing they're still becoming who they're going to be and I feel like there's challenges every day for me to learn and be reminded um to see them for the person they're becoming um to make sure that I'm supporting them emotionally and relationally like in the best way and um I never really saw myself as like a parent growing up or whatnot so I feel like it's a challenge for me continually to to step into that role um, well and by well I just mean like um, constantly reminding yourself that you have no idea what you're doing and that's okay Um, but yeah I feel like that always feels like a bit of a, a challenge on me as a person uh not in a not in a bad way just in a way that i'm like challenging myself to know how to show up best for them Mm -hmm. um how to like kind of like i was sharing earlier like how to show them you know who it's okay to become as a woman um as a person and um yeah it's there's a lot of accountability in that In, in you know and my youngest hears everything repeats everything um and you're just reminded so quickly in that, just how, how much of a sponge they are. And, uh, mm-hmm. and so I'd say it's a challenge to be reminded constantly that like, while there is so much forgiveness and grace for who we are as people, there's a lot less of it once you have kids. Um, because you need to, to a degree, be a little harder on yourself because you're impacting somebody else so quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, So, yeah, I'd say that's like a good challenge in in some ways, if that makes any sense.
1: For sure. Yeah, I wanted to ask you that question because you're somebody I see who uh, embraces challenges in your life. And as we talked about before, we don't want Liana in a desk job doing (laughs) doing bookkeeping. Um, We want her taking on challenges in the world uh, Mm -hmm. because that's when she seems to come most alive. Mm
0: -hmm. Thank you for that. Yeah, I appreciate that. And I do. I love yeah i love challenges like yeah sign me up for a survivor or put me on a desert island and tell me how to get off or whatever like yeah those kinds of things they're like challenges but they seem like adventures to me they sound like fun
1: but <laughs> yeah well we made it uh, so is there anything else you want others to know about you or what matters to you Let's wow that's a
0: miracle <laughs> yeah.
1: um
0: no this was a really um yeah it was cool i i wasn't sure i was like oh my goodness what am i gonna say in this and um i would say i just i want people to know that i i genuinely do like derive an, a lot of purpose and a lot of joy out of spending time with others and and hearing from them and connecting with them and uh i think there's a lot of peace in that in knowing that there is purpose in just simply knowing another person and um so i would just i want people to know that um it's okay to value that above other things um don't put so much pressure on yourself for who you're supposed to be in your job or who you're supposed to be in this area or what status your relationship supposed to be or not um it's okay just uh, to press in to find out who you're supposed to be and uh and that role and um I want other people to know that um I think that's okay and that's enough um it's kind of what I'm working on, uh doing myself and uh and hopefully showing others um yeah, that they can too in some regards. I want other people to know that if you ever want to talk, like I really am here, um, you can message me, I will respond. Um, I love talking to you, I love getting to know you, I love hearing your story. And uh I mean that. So <laughs> yeah. I think that's it. It's enough. I've said enough.
1: (laughs) Thank you, Liana. I think I speak for all of your guests, former guests, your family, your friends, Mm -hmm. in saying that we we love and appreciate you, Mm -hmm. and we thank you for the way that you're putting your energies into the people around you and helping draw out of people uh, their passions and um, what people love. And we thank you for uh, being such a good friend to us and uh, keep it up.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much. Right back at you. Thank you for tuning in to This World My View. Your reviews are what keep this show going. So if you have a moment, I would so appreciate you just taking a second to write a review. Anything from I really enjoyed this or something you took away that changed your perspective or impacted your life or something you connected with. If you have a chance to share that on social media and tag me and the show in it, I would greatly appreciate that. I just want to thank you also for just being a part of my world and community here at This World My View.